When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors? Welcome to another episode of the Worlds Collide Wrestling Card Podcast. That's right. We're talking wrestling cards today. You know, last couple episodes, we've bounced around. Actually, maybe I'll take a little bit of a sidestep here. The cards we're talking about today, are they cards? We just had this discussion uh, not too long ago about what are cards, what are not. And today we're going to be talking about the Quaker Dips WWF cards. And we had somebody actually request this. I brought the card to talk about today, this Ultimate Warrior. This is the 89 version. Yeah. And I got this and somebody was like, oh, you guys should do a show on that. So I was like, all right, screenshot added to the notes. Here we are. Done. So we're, we're going to talk a little bit about this today. And let's start off with what it is. Uh, it's a Canadian release. To my knowledge, it came on the back panels of the Quaker dip granola bars, which you can actually still buy at the store today. And Mm -hmm. I used to love eating these things when I was a kid, but um, I, up until, you know, I really got into the hobby, you know, four or five years ago or whatever, I didn't even know these things existed. I ended up buying a lot from somebody, forgive me for not giving you the proper credit. I don't remember. And it had the, the uh, 89, I think it was the 89 Hogan and the 89 rockers in it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what is this? So I started Mm -hmm. doing research and then that led me down the whole rabbit hole of food issue products. And we've already talked kind of at nauseum about that, but these are hand cut. As you can see, like this one is, it's not cut very well. Mm -hmm. And there's a, there's a bio on the back and you had to cut these out of the back panel. Almost like if you are familiar with what the, the thing that I relate to it the most is if you go in a convenience store during the junk wax era and you saw some uh, boxes of baseball cards and the packs were gone, you could mm-hmm. take the box and flip it over and it had the cards on the bottom you could cut yep. out. And I would always ask the clerk if I could have the box and they'd just give it to me. And yep. then I'd cut those out and put them with everything else. Same thing with same thing with this. You can find, I've seen two actual slabbed panels. So I think that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And But these are so hard to find. Like you, you go out on eBay or any place else and it, I'm not even talking about the price. It could be $3. It could be $300. You just do not see these quicker dip cards pop up very much. And I just wonder like, are people unaware of these? Is there no market for them? Are they actually really that rare? So we'll, we'll talk about that, but um, what's your just general observation of these sets overall? Well, I mean, they're a typical food issue as far as I'm concerned. I mean, um, they did a lot of crazy and they still do it to this day. I mean, they do a lot of crazy stuff with wrestling cards and uh, trading cards and collectibles as a whole, mm-hmm. you know, they tie in with food issues all the time. So whether it be like mother's cookies and the old, the old Nolan Ryan, uh, mother's cookies type stuff. And, uh, whether it be, you know, these things with the um, granola bars uh, they had like, you know, stuff from hostess, they've had, 
uh, stuff for Doritos. They've had even, hell, they even had little tiny mini cards at one point in time for Stridex medicated, you know, pad, you know, yep. uh, medicated uh, acne pads kind of thing, you know. I remember and, seeing um, the ads for those. Yeah, well, Stridex was a big, uh, you know, big sponsor for WWF back in the day. So uh, that's not surprising they had some kind of tie-in, you know, Doritos right. chips, um, uh, just lots of, you know, help me go ice cream. There's so many different types of uh, food related type things. So is it surprising to me to see something like this? No. Um, but like most food issue type stuff, I think it goes under the radar for the general population of collectors out there. Um, a lot of collectors are strictly... You know, tops, flare, upper deck. Pack you know, pulled uh, you know, has to be legit. Pulled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but there's a a huge market out there. I think that's being missed of uh, from collectors of really cool. Whether you want to call it, like these are called like novelty type items um, uh, with these food tie-ins. But you know, I think that you and I had a conversation about this off air at some point about you know uh, are these really considered cards? Here's a fun fact about these. In 1988, the first release that came out in 88 um, is a 18 card set. These were actually numbered on them, uh, whereas the 99, 89s don't have uh, numbering on them. Yeah, no, num uh, no number on this. Yeah. Uh, you know, that card back you were showing, this should be written in French and English. Yep. Um, uh, on the box themselves, by the way, in 88, the boxes would uh, say on the front, three free WWF cards, along with a contest for a chance to win a uh, trip to WrestleMania 5. So, so are their, they trading so cards? Their, yeah, in their minds, if it says trading cards, I think it's trading cards. Well, and that's that's kind of where we had that conversation not too long ago. We talked yep. about paper, paper cards and things like that. But, you know, even the, the front of the magazine refers to them, you know, cut them and trade them, your trading cards kind of thing, you know. They refer to them as cards. Right. You know, um, you know, you had the, uh, you know, in the back, you know, you can cut them out. It's like that. You know, there was a, uh, the 88 said had a, an offer for what's called a pocket scrapbook. You mm -hmm. know, where you, where you can actually save all 18 of your cards, your trading cards. You know, it's uh, it says save all 18 WWF superstar trading cards. It even says that mm -hmm. on, you know, uh, and, and you can put that in, in the scrapbook. Um, so, you know, uh, you, you go to WTC and you can check out the page. At, uh, we have a links for all the, you can see all the uh, the covers, you know, who came on uh, the Honey and Oats, you know, uh, brand, who came out the chocolate chip brand, the caramel nut brand, the peanut butter brand, the chocolate, you know, uh, uh, caramel nut. They had different, you know, flavors and uh, they, each flavor had their different cards and you can see which ones came to which one. But it, it's a fun set. A lot of people don't know about it. Um, uh, again, like most food issues, food issues, they don't even know about them. I think the for the 88 set, the key card, um, they're all rare. They're all hard to find. But I think the key cards that I that come off the top of my head are Ultimate Warrior because yep. that's 88. So that's even before, you know, 89, which a lot of people uh -huh. consider his rookie stuff. And then I believe Bam Bam Bigelow, this may be one of his firsts as well. I would agree. I believe it's also one of his first. Yeah. So that's kind of the two key cards out of that. And then uh, moving on to the 1989, I believe it was 18 cards as well again, right? I believe so. I'm not entirely sure without. Let me double check. I have a great website I, to use for that. I, I'm pretty sure they kept the same kind of. It's it's an 18 card set. Yeah. Same concept, three cards on the back and, per per. And, and, and this, the same thing. It, uh, boxes will tell you, you know, three free WWF cards on them. Um, and it had uh, a thing for a, a mail in for a, a collector poster for poster. that as well. Yep. And, yep. and I've actually seen. I think there's one right now available on eBay. One of the posters. So yeah, uh, I've never seen one of the scrapbooks, but I have seen the posters on eBay and. Uh, th these were floating around for a while, like the um, 
the the lower lower tier talent or mid mid card talent. There were some of these floating around for a while at reasonable prices, and they're finally gone. And I haven't seen any pop up since, be it graded ones or ungraded. So just yeah, once even, again, even interesting. During, even uh, in the you know when they weren't desirable as a whole, you still were having a difficult time finding Hogan and Andre and. And, yep. and warrior you know all your your mainstream you know t- top tier type count and you can still find stuff like the bushwhackers and tito santana and hacksaw and hillbilly jim every once in a while but they were still fairly difficult to come by but they were those are the ones that would pop up more often you'd right. find those um and now they're just they're just not i think between you and i think you know mike summer uh wax pack hero shout out to him i think uh you know he he really loved those and um um, uh, you know, he started collecting all that stuff. That's actually where I got this warrior was, uh, it was a duplicate and that really was the main one that I had in the set that I was interested in. I think the key card in this 89 set for me, uh, you can, uh, obviously I'm a huge warrior fan. Like I just mm-hmm. wanted this because it's warrior, but I think the rockers, like, again, that's yeah. People look at that 89, 90 set as being their quote rookie cards and, you know, here you have, and, it, and what's funny is it's the same image, I believe, that's used on those classic cards. You know, the the one where one, I think it's Sean's over the shoulder of Marty Jannetty. It is, the, yeah. yeah. and it's the exact same image, just it's kind of, it's shorter. It's like compact. Yeah, it's like, they, they put him in like a little, like a, it's almost like, you know, from Superman, you know, they put him in that uh, prison. <laughs> it's <laughs> pretty much. them all in there, yeah. Um, but yeah, they... um it's a, I think it's the same image from the same photo shoot, but you know, it's the same year. So 89, uh, there's an 89 version of classic, AKA, you know, uh, good times, whatever um, right. uh, that's floating around. So that's right around the era and the, uh, the year of like their quote unquote rookie or first appearance type stuff. Both. So that's a key card from that set, I think too, but anything from that, you know, 88, 89, that's yeah, I, the Hogan card. I've got that too. And it's great. Yeah. I mean, those are classic shots at that point in time anyway. So, you know, having Andre in your sets and then um, I think there's a Jake the Snake in that as well. And, and Demolition for me, they're, yep. I think they're in both sets. So I love yep. it. Um, I'm a big Demolition fan. So, And for me, like on this Rockers thing or like going back to the 88 Warrior, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be some elitist here because uh, we, we always preach for people like, you know, base cards matter. One of ones matter. Autograph, like mm-hmm. all this stuff matters. But when I look at like, let's we'll take the Rockers, for example, I've got the same image on an 89, a 90, and and then this card. Yeah. So in my in my opinion, I went with this card over the other ones as like the uh on my collecting pyramid, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I would prioritize this because you just don't see it pop up. It's the same image, it's the same year, just a little bit more rare. And I know yeah. a lot of people do that, but that's that was just kind of my thought process of why I'm continuing to hang on to my rockers 89 card when i've sold a lot of my 90 classic yeah, of the yeah. same image i mean you could you can compartmentalize or how you thought uh you can segment it into certain groups if you want to as far as like what's important to you from you know that particular set of years you know that year of 89 mm-hmm. so if if the you know, quaker dips is more important to you and that fits on top of your list of that particular it doesn't there's no wrong or right way of that so um right but it makes all it makes sense i mean it's all part of the same thing it's same like you said same image but uh it's just Doesn't crazy matter. how much harder these are to find. Yeah, I, I just it's, don't. It's, it's a fun set, though. I mean, it's a fun, not often talked about uh, card set um, that uh, is just becoming increasingly more difficult to come by. I think between between you and Mike, you guys might have the market cornered for all I know. 
Well, I only have like three or four cards, so I think Mike probably has it cornered then. Yeah, I mean, he's got, I think he even has quantity on some of those. He bought a, yeah. he bought a, an, an amazing collection not too long ago and showcased him on one of his uh, episodes that he did, uh, which if you guys haven't, go check that out. You know, go check out Mike Summer, Wax Pack Hero. Uh, Wax Pack Man, no, Wax Pack Hero. I got yeah. two Wax Pack guys. I got to make sure I get them right. <laughs> um, but uh, both great names. Um, and uh, check out his stuff. And and uh, I think he breaks down the whole set, I think. Uh, yeah. I, think he did a, I think he did a blog on it. I, I'm not mistaken. That's what it was, a blog. I think so. Uh, he's yeah. talked about him numerous times, though, and he's a he's a set collector guy, and this yeah. is a smaller set. He's eighteen cards. I mean, that's yeah. That I, you know, we've talked about There's how kind eight, of the, eighteen difficult cards to find, though. That yeah. might as well be a three hundred card set for crying out loud. <laughs> a great point, and it's going to cost you more than a three hundred card set probably at this mm -hmm. point because they're they're just so hard to find. Um, you know, I I think. I want to say I think these are going to kind of gain some steam, but I also at the same time think they're so hard to find and they're kind of out of the mindset of the typical collector. Like people that want these are going to have to be super fans of certain talents, super set collectors, super collectors of, of you know, something, an era, whatever, to well, be able of, to... Because of that reason, though, by the way, sorry, I interrupted that uh, yeah. reason. I think, um, I don't think that this these card sets will ever become a level of of you know i'm not going to equate it to wrestling all-stars so yet but it won't become uh um equated to something as meaningful and as big as impactful as that because we don't have a lot no other than yeah other than other than the warrior the set's going to be predominantly chased after because you want the earliest version of warrior whether you're a pr uh, player collector in that sense or a set collector and has to have the first of that right. or the rockers um everything else is just cool nostalgic type of fun right to get um do you do you see the set growing to a level where it ends up being are both those sets growing to a level where it becomes like is it a thousand dollar set could be it, it it just it's one of those things that's so rare not and it's not like racks roast beef rare it's not even close to that but it's not like wrestling all-stars either where you can go out and find pretty much any wrestling all-stars card you want any given day. Now it might be a beat up copy. It might be a really high price graded copy, but the fact is you can go out and find them and you just can't go out and find these. What yeah. that markets to Yeah, You're right. I don't think it's going to get to the, like this upper echelon of like the top sets of all time, but for like diehard collectors, super collectors, like you're going to have to try to have these items in your collection. Yeah. And um, I'm always a sucker for food issue stuff as it is. So uh, I always love talking about these and I just I just don't think enough people know about them. But another interesting thing is you would think that if there was that many of them available, they would have surfaced by now. We had this whole glut of, well, there's this palette of these 97 stickers in Egypt. And I just discovered all of these ice cream bar cards that from this guy that's had them for 20 years. All of these things start surfacing during the kind of hobby pandemic boom that we yeah. saw within wrestling. And it's still to this day, we're seeing stuff come out that uh, we thought there wasn't very many of, and all of a sudden there's starting to be more of, but with this one, not so much. Uh, there, a, it was like, I think that's, that's the case with most food issue type stuff though, really for the, for generally speaking, it, it's very, it, it's very picky because another one I can compare with this is the WWF sour gums, their mm -hmm. paper and they were in the wrapper. And I used to get them when I was a kid. And luckily I found some of them, that I was able to keep and then sell the ones I didn't want. But those are, that's another thing you just, it took me forever to try to find these things. They just, because most don't... of that stuff was trashed. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, I, op I opened the box, I ate my granola bar, the rest went Threw to recycle. Away. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, 
it, it's interesting though like how many of the ice cream bar cards same concept yeah like yeah. even I'm, even later ice cream bar cards that like you know it's 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 actually the newer chuckster and i talked about this not too long ago a few months back when we we're uh, discussing we're uh, redoing some images for uh for the ice cream bars and it's harder to find the more recent ice cream bar stuff than it is to find the yeah. earlier stuff you can find more of the stuff from 88 through like 91 ish time frame 92 ish once you start getting in the night like uh into the late 90s even the early 2000s when they start putting that stuff they're harder to find right for whatever reason whether it's because they produce less uh people didn't care as much and threw them away uh who knows i mean they just become harder to find i, I it, that's what kind of makes these quaker dip ones sort of an anomaly there because it's older stuff you think okay well older stuff it should be more defined and but no it's just maybe it's just because that people threw most of that stuff away i mean it's just um it was cardboard to them that's all it was just uh, part of the packaging why should i cut them out it's not like buying an action figure that has a cutout on the back of it you know you're already <laughs> buying something that's already collectible right and then so now i get two for the price of one i'm getting my action figure and i'm a trading card guy so that's why i get torn between like these packages that have cards I'm like i don't want the figure i want the card right but i also don't want to take the package apart because not, um <laughs> So it's it's um uh that kind of stuff back then I think people just didn't care. It wasn't uh it's food issued in the eight late eighties and they just throw that stuff away. Right. Yeah, it's one of those things like where you see uh VHS or DVDs or video games or comic but like the the, the stuff that's graded that is still sealed mm -hmm. that was meant to be opened. Kind of like these. These were, you know, they were on a package. They were meant yep. to just kind of, you know. I guess, I guess be disposable. Maybe that like, maybe they just kind of put them on there for kids as an enticing thing to say, Oh, look at that package on the shelf. You know, uh, mom, dad, I want that. Cause it's got Hogan on it. And then yeah. they look at it and then maybe they just never, you know, gets thrown away. Good point. Yeah. Never know. So, I mean, it's just clearly they're becoming harder to find and you combine that with already a wrestling, uh, the, the niche of wrestling trading cards itself or wrestling hobby itself, you know, wrestling, uh, collectors seem to be more uh, a bit more passionate about their hobbies so you they don't want to let those things go right so when they do have them you're not you're less likely to find them out in the wild and when you have something that's already scarce like this um it's a combination maybe because of what we just talked about things being thrown away in addition to collectors who already have them are not making them available right so it's just uh it's a cool little fun uh couple of card sets um, and we can talk about dozens and dozens and dozens of other ones that are just equally as cool, whether it because it's a food issue or some sort of weird tie-in. Um, for all I know, maybe they made stuff with you know Trojan condoms back in the day. I have no idea. And it's like, you know. <laughs> actually, I heard recently that that was they actually reached out to WCW to do a sponsorship for something. And they they really they like had to, it was right during that big boom era, and they had to turn them down because I guess uh, Turner executives thought it was going to be too risque for their their property. It's funny that someone would say that because for years I used to make that joke. Like, you know, if I had been in charge of TNA impacts like that, I mean, the damn name speaks for itself. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Impact condoms. <laughs> All right. Well, if you guys want more information on this set, make sure to check out WrestlingTradingCards.com and you can find Please. the complete checklist and any additional information which will then help you go to eBay or go to Macari or go to your Facebook marketplace. Like wherever it is you look for stuff, like use this website and use this checklist to go find these things. But I will say- And, Im and images for them all too. So you can have at least an idea what they look like. Yeah. And good luck finding them. That's my parting yeah. words on yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, let everybody know where they can find you. Obviously, we just talked about wrestlingtradingcards.com. 
that's it, man. All of our social media handles in the bottom of every single page. Uh, feel free to reach out to us celebrating over 20 years uh, now of providing information and checklist. Um, pretty proud of that. Uh, having um, all the major grading companies using us during their grading process to help validate and authenticate stuff during the uh, researching uh, uh, part of, of their grading process. So I'm very happy about that. Um, we'll continue to keep doing that. And then uh, I've also got the uh, store here in Phoenix, Arizona. I got the uh, Wrestling Guy Store PHX. You can go to uh, WGSPHX.com or go uh, Wrestling Guy Store PHX.com. It'll redirect you to the same place. So I uh, got people coming in, uh, fan, uh, coming in to meet their fans, talent. Uh, got lots of selection of action figures, trading cards, uh, T-shirts, uh, magazines, 8x10s, all kinds of stuff. So check us out. And um, that's it. What about you? Are you anywhere on the internet? All over the place. Wrestling okay. with cards on YouTube, wrestling with cards, the solo podcast at Zan Morning on all social platforms. And of course, right here on the best of the worst wrestling card podcast. Oh, wait, there's not that many out there. So we must be like way we bottom are, of the barrel. That's right. We are the silver medal of <laughs> uh, of podcasting for wrestling cards. Nobody finished last ahead of us. <laughs> <laughs> Great point. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Please subscribe to this wherever you're listening to this. If you're watching on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Hit that subscribe button as well. More importantly, share this with a friend, a family yeah. member. Tell a wrestling car collector, a wrestling fan that doesn't collect. Get them into collecting. Share this with anybody that's into any kind of collectibles or wrestling talk. Just yeah. broadens, broadens the audience, broadens the community, gets more people involved, and just having more fun overall. Yeah, and there's only one reason we do that, though. What would that be? I, I wouldn't know why. Oh, it's because wrestling cars rule, brother. Goodbye.